There are a few words more important in the lexicon of club cricket than wheels. You could be talking about your fast twitch quick, who cranks it up when needed, leaving you feeling safe in the ring, protected by your on-field king. You could be talking about footwear. They say the eye is the window to the soul. In club cricket, the wheel is your ticket to the circuit. If the circuit is your kingdom, then your wheels are your king. Or you could be talking about your transportation. You can hear them whispering, have you seen his wheels? Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the king of cricket wheels, the Pajero Sport. This bad boy has advanced four-wheel drive performance with Super Select 2 four-wheel drive system, letting you switch between two-wheel drive and four-wheel drive at up to 100 kilometres an hour, so you can handle any terrain with ease. That means away days just got that much better. But there's more. With 3.1 tonne braked towing capacity, it's the Car Expert 2023 Best Four-Wheel Drive Off-Road SUV. That's match-winning gear, guaranteeing you make your way up the grades. Pajero Sport. Take adventure to the next level. Boys. Yeah. Hello, the boys are here? They're nervous. They're calm. <laughs> Boysies. Get rarer. Why is this happening to me? Me. We're not getting Maccas and you can blame my son. <laughs> Get a few today, did you? It's great to contractually be obliged to be here. <laughs> is anyone going to listen to this or what? No, I actually don't know what, what happens in third grade. <laughs> you either get nude or get in the shower. Or we're throwing all your crit gear in, bro. No chance I'm gonna fall in. 19th century Pax Britannica. The summer is over, and yet the summer has just begun. We celebrate being a little fatter and a little bit more or less into beer, depending on how, on how, on how your dry January went. Mitch Marsh wins the AB medal. Ash Garden wins her second BC award, and TGC gets in the Daily Mail. There's been some ODIs, apparently. The best ever debut from an Australian, according to one esteemed tutor, and some bloke getting smashed in the face from a Sean Abbott six. It's been a weird week for dismissals, obstructing the field and the Under-19 World Cup, obstructing the field and the Sheffield Shield, and obstructing the course of justice in Pakistan. Dean Elgar <laughs> says, golly, spat at him. Looks like we've got a new favourite show. Ben Stokes says, technology is failing us, but the only thing failing New Zealand men and Australian women is some decent South African opposition. That's before we get into your away days and hashtag AskTGC involving a self-feeding bowling machine. Pezza, what a week it's been. Yeah, dog. I feel like the week has been characterised by a number of moments uh, where, you know, they've they've been that, that that sort of nexus of like, is this in the spirit of cricket? Does this pass the pub test, the common sense test? What does the law say? What do the playing conditions say? What country do they play, those playing conditions emanate from? Mm-hmm. That kind of noncery. And, you know, luckily there's just a couple of blokes from the internet who played grade cricket for over a course of 13 or 14 years who will be the arbiter of that to those who listen to the show if they want to accept it or not. So, like, I, I feel like that's what the week has been. Um, yeah, no, no, like, massive results in the cricket this week. Like, no sort of test cricket saving mm, moments. Mm. But just a lot of games happening in different places where there's some weird shit, some awards happening as well, some Daily Mail stuff, as you said. So, uh, you know, that's where we come into play. Support for TGC comes from our dear patrons. Patreon.com forward slash Grey Cricketer. Uh, hashtag Ask TGC Fridays, where we did a show, still half cut, I would say, the night, uh, the morning after the night before of the Australian Cricket Awards. Indeed, that was episode 178, I want to say, Charlie, is that right? 178? Yeah, so 178, sure, I want to say. Charlie's right on the ball there. <laughs> the weird thing is he's not even here today. <laughs> I'm um, throwing numbers at him. <laughs> big, big news, uh, though, for our Christchurch live show. That, is been, that has been 
sold out. And in many ways, so have we. Mm. Uh, sold out. So we've got our circa 200 folks from Christchurch there coming to the show uh, to uh, get around the boys. And in turn, we may or may not get around you. Uh, so if you've already got a ticket, looking forward to seeing you there. And if you're trying to get a ticket, I wouldn't even bother. Well, and we'll be there on uh, days one and two of the test as well. So come and say good day, just for a little bit. <laughs> no, we'll, no, we're, we're going to be, we're going to be looking forward to. It. We're going to be in Christchurch the day before the show. So that, what's that? The Wednesday. So yeah. the oh fuck, I don't know the dates. But um, then we do our show. The day after that, the test starts. We'll be there days one and two, uh, and then getting home. So I'm looking forward to four or so days down there in Christchurch. Um, before we get into uh, the awards night and who mm. won which awards and what medals and and indeed awards, um, should we talk about? Um, just, just some sledging that's been going yeah. on. Do you want to start well, there? Well, this is the thing. Like, like every nation is playing cricket at the moment. He goes, England, um, amazingly, you know, being over there in India, the men's team being there in India, like they are managing to hoover up most of the conversation about the character of the game, uh, which is rare when you're playing cricket in India. When you're playing cricket in India, the conversation's about India, you know, and what they're doing. You know, the blue chicks, the blue chip stocks there. Blue chicks. But, uh, yeah. Smurfs. Like, yeah, Avatar. But um, <laughs> but I did – and so, but, you know, with the style that England's playing at the moment, that wonderful scintillating style of cricket, uh, mm. we're hearing a lot from English punditry. Now, I, d- I did note that um, BBC Sport, BBC Cricket, w- with whom we have um, done a lot of work for, or some, they put something mm-hmm. out on um, social media the other day mm-hmm. uh, asking people – uh, for their favourite sledges. Favourite sledges. Asking English people to write in their favourite sledges in yep. brackets, keep it clean, if you oh, can. Oh, even better. Yes. And I just thought because a lot of the sledges were yeah. incredible, I just thought I'd read them out here. Yeah. English, so, English. Can, so I would say if you get the opportunity ever in your life, those who are watching or listening to this, mm. to, and you ever get the chance to speak to a professional cricketer, mm. you should only ever keep in mind three questions that you would ever want to ask them. Yeah. Who's the fastest bowler you ever faced? Who was the best batter you ever bowled to? And what's the best sledge you've ever heard? That's okay? right. Now, in any of those instances, what you don't want is any sort of like real turgid stuff involving some swearing, four-letter words. No. no that, that's you got to keep it tight. So asking someone what's the best sledge you've ever heard, now that just warms the cockles of the heart. And I thought the fourth would be, who's got the biggest piece that you've ever seen? But (laughs) that's just me. Um, Anyway, I just perused BBC and – I perused. Um, John John in East Sussex wrote, more leaves than Epping Forest is a personal favourite of mine. Terrific. Well done, John. (laughs) Then Bill – more blocks than a box of Lego was mentioned to my dad once. Carried his wicket in a 40-over game with 60 not out in quite a heavy defeat, so he won the moral victory. There we go. There we go, yeah. <laughs> Paul said, opening bowler to mid-off as a debutante opener walks past. Yeah. Of course, last time I opened the bowling here, we found the batter's box 20 yards behind the wicketkeeper. <laughs> Delightful. <laughs> I haven't felt my penis in years. <laughs> I haven't seen it in weeks. Rob said... Batter dancing down the track and the ball going nowhere. Thinks he's auditioning for Strictly. Oh, yes. Lovely stuff. Rack on turn. Uh, Yeah. Ladder Wolf said, more blocks than my Tinder profile. Mm Mm-hmm. Not bad. Little bit of self-deprecation in that. Yeah. Neil. New age stuff as well. I like it. Yeah. Neil, just setting it up to new batsman. He's like a penguin in a desert. He's not going to last long. (laughs) 
The explanation's the best as well. He also wrote dessert with two S's, but nevertheless. Anne said, you couldn't hit water if you fell out of a boat. Terrific. And finally, Guy said, you couldn't hit a cow in the fanny with a banjo. So, now, here, Guy, why would you want to do that <laughs> to start yeah. with? Is that like uh, these sort of novel sports you see in like ESPN 7? You know, like uh, like cheese rolling, that kind of stuff? Here's this, here's this banjo. Now, Guy, head over there and hit that cow in the fanny. Yeah. Here are three of my favourites. More dots on a Dalmatian. Oh, yeah. Sorry, they're going yeah. somewhere else with yeah. that. Uh, swinging like a rusty gate. Yeah. I fucked your mum last night. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah. You know, there are three options there. That's right. If you're playing under 11s this weekend, mm. there's are three options. Yeah, there's there's so many, you know, it's it's all too strict and too tight, isn't mm. it? We'll say if you do want to join us on Patreon, there's half an episode, there's about half an hour dedicated to what cricket would sound like if you made your team only encourage each other in a falsetto voice. Just yeah. for just for or at least for yep. half the game. Yep. Or one session. You yeah. can you cannot speak with any kind of bass or baritone. Yes. Spin up, he goes. Like like you Come on, boys, one yeah. breaks two There's in. a lot of opportunities that aren't exploited. Come on, guys, walking in with the bowler. <laughs> a little bit of melody to it as well. Come on, boys, one breaks two. Let's go. Come on. Go in, Thumper. Go in, Thumper. Go in, Thumper. Go in, Let's go. Go in, Thumper. Come on, boys, round we go. Let's go. Take a top round we go here, boys. Go in, Thumper. One mistake here, but come on, one mistake. <laughs> Under the lid. Go on, one mistake here. Come on. He doesn't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying there's options. You know what I mean? I want to play cricket again all of a sudden. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you could pick your own mates. Come on, boys. Take your catchers. <laughs> oh, well, a bit of energy here, boys. Come on. Lift here, boys. Come on. Well, have a drink here, lads. Mitch Marsh won the Allen Border medal. Mm. I've got the top 10 here for you. Uh, of the guys that were in the top 10 this year. So Zampa had 90 votes. Kawaja, 114. David Warner, 120. Nathan Lyon, 126. Manus Labuskakni, 129. Travis Head, 134. Mitch Stark, 135. Now the top three. Steve Smith, 141. Pat Cummins, three more than him, 144. Mitchell Marsh, 79 more than that. 223 votes. Pezza, it wasn't even close. 223 votes to Pat Cummins, 144. Now, I don't know a lot, but I know this. That's a landslide. Mitchell Marsh, the Allen Border medal winner for 2023. And it was one of the all-time great speeches, I've got to say. And it was extremely popular in the room. Oh, in the room, were you? Yes. And it, <laughs> and it, was, it, was, it was loud. It was loud when they said his name. Yeah, man. I, I mean, he's he's so he's so popular, Mitch Marsh. Like he's he's the modern man, you know. Like e equal parts soft and strong. Come on, B. Go, come, boss. Go, go, here, boss. Go, here, boss. Go, one for us here, boss. <laughs> but even when you when you're talking to him, like setting the field, like, you want point? You want a point? Or do you want to leave it open? Darren, square it, please. <laughs> Oh, just give us two. Just give us two overs here, boss. Yeah, jump, jump at a two there, Dave. Um, yeah, <laughs> Bi Bison's uh, his walk with King's common touch right. stuff. You know, he says right, I'm, right, I'm a bit, right, I'm right. a bit fat and I like a beer. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then there's and you know, so that, that's kind of you know the Aussie everyman, which everybody identifies with. You can't, you can't hate that. 
Uh, and But then there's also tears. There's tears from his teammates. Mm-hmm. The modern man crying. And yep. then their partners are crying as well. And mm-hmm. partners are looking at partners and setting each other off. Yeah. Uh, it yeah, was yeah, yeah. it was just gold. So yeah. a very very popular winner. Now, is he uh, is he streets ahead of any other player from Australia over the three formats? Mm. You know, I'm like Ben Stokes. I see it with my own eyes. I don't care what the technology says. <laughs> <laughs> Not I, for me. I don't care what the numbers are saying yeah. in front of my eyes. Mate, I, yeah. I love the Mitch Marsh story. Nobody loves the Mitch Marsh story more than me. Which, I mean, that would be controversial, but I love the I love the story. I mean, is he is he streets ahead? I suggest you know probably probably need to look at some voting there, but yeah, popular he, winner. Here's the problem: there's just so much forgettable cricket, and he's played almost every he's single. He's done format. very well. He's, in do, that. he's done. He yeah, he's been yeah. available for all of it. No, <laughs> but but like when he's played, he has been electric. He's been great. He had a he had a good World Cup, a couple of oh. hundreds in the World Cup. Yeah, he scored hundreds in T20 cricket. He's yeah. now the captain of the side. When he came into Test cricket, he's been excellent. Oh, he's done some stuff. Like in in so many ways, and according to the votes, landslide deserving. But then I've got a similar thing like in 2019 mm. when Steve Smith had just, yeah, I've said this before, was one of the all-time gracious series. He tickled Bradman's balls during the 2019 Ashes. He touched God. That year, Marnus came into the side and he dominated New Zealand at home. Mm. He got more votes over the course and he was even the test player of the year that Wags. year. Marnus. Yeah. Yeah, well, Wags sort of figured him out. Yeah. Before... Doing some stuff in Russia a couple of years later. Indeed. That was fucking surprising. (laughs) That was surprising. Anyway, so, you know. We make mistakes, don't we? It's like, it's, it's, should there be weight? It's just who played heaps of cricket and did well in a lot of the forgettable stuff. Mm. Not as we understand the medal uh, colloquially or casually to be best and fairest in the team, especially fairest. That's it's important, uh, yeah. which which is controversial when it's talking about skin picking. I thought it was a skin complexion early mm. on. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, <laughs> nevertheless, uh, the thing is, you just go, ah, oh, whatever. Like, I'm really glad he won it because he it's it, it's a great guy, and not just the year that he's had, but where where it's come from. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. so uh, Western Australia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm. The bit that I liked about the speech, aside from the, um, you know, the fat beer stuff, uh, and and the tears and that, mm-hmm. he said at one point, like um, six months ago, I couldn't get a gig in the side, and now they're resting me for one day. <laughs> and, he, and he's like, he said it like it was the greatest attainment <laughs> yeah, as a player. Right. You know, if that's not yeah. a, a sign of the players really wanting yeah. a break from yeah. the cavalcade of cricket, he's just like, man, I'm getting rested now. How good is this? I tell you what, medal, the medal's awesome. Great, great to have my name on the sheet that's over right. the course of the, you know the last ten or fifteen mm. years or whatever. But even better news, I'm not playing for him. He doesn't. He doesn't need to play. He doesn't need to play this forgettable cricket. So he's not going to win it next year because he decided he doesn't want to play his cricket anymore once again cricket always better when you're not playing indeed uh ash gardner uh won the blinder clark award yeah. uh it's confusing me though because there's a blinder clark medal which is in new south wales the yeah. new south wales you're getting award. confused with the new south wales presentation and the blinder clark award mm. um despite it also being a medal um and i feel like a medal is superior to an award with respect to the award like it's yeah. just in terms of the um yeah the, the meaning of the word. Well, like, like if, if, uh, you if, don't win a gold award at the Olympics. If the, if you know the Olympic I mean? Games had like an award that was framed and it was signed like a mm. almost like a diploma, mm. then like you get it at, at, at assembly at primary school for you know <laughs> yeah. listening to your teacher participation, yeah. right. active listening. <laughs> um. Anyway, so uh, Ash Gardner finished thirteen ahead of Lise Perry in the votes, and then uh, what are we looking at? Forty-one ahead of Annabelle Sutherland, who was in third. Now Beth Mooney had won its last year. She finished eighth in the awards, equal to Georgia Wareham in uh, yeah, seventh and eighth. Beth Mooney has just been 
sensational. Again, I mean, I suppose I I inherently pay less attention to the women's because I watch every single game of the men's and I watch uh, occasionally the women. But like, just my my instinct with Beth Mooney again is, is it like, inherent? <laughs> well, no, so it's not. Um, but like, it's, my, it's chromosomal. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's yeah, nothing I, I could do. Yeah, that's right. Um, but my instinct is that. Um, but Beth Mooney, fuck, is always one of the best players in the team. Always puts a hand up in big moments. Now, like, I suppose over the course of the year as well, Ash Gardner has been absolutely sensational. Had a great Ashes. What'd you take? 12-er in, mm, in, the, in, in the test match there. Uh, obviously went for big money in the IPL, the most money, which is obviously a hugely important mm. factor in this award. But, uh, but, yeah. but where the weight of the price tag just around the neck? Mm. Separate issue. Mm. Well, I suppose anyway that uh, Ash Gardner, what I'm saying is, has been absolutely terrific. It just surprised me that Beth Mooney was so low in the uh, in the voting there. But uh, I guess Pez as well, at least Perry. How was Pez now? 32? 33? Something like no, that. I thought she was a bit older than that. I had a feeling like she had a bit of a dip maybe two years ago, but it's come back so she's strong. Been injured. Yeah. She, she got injured for a bit. But yeah. yeah, now she's just consistent, all formats. That's Pez. She's, I mean, at least Perry's a, she's a legend of Australian sport. One of like the one of the, the best great one of the greatest sports we've ever people we've ever produced. Yeah. The nation that we've produced yes. with taxpayer funds. Yes, that is inherent. Uh Ash Gardner, T twenty player of the tournament as well, uh, in in the World Cup. Mm. She's 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 probably probably the best cricketer knocking around yeah. pound for pound. I like that. Mm. I like that. Uh we'll talk about the uh, multi format series a little bit later there with the women who have gone back to their winning ways, uh, with complete domination of South Africa. Uh anyway, should we talk about the Australian nope, and Western so you want to talk? No, yeah, I got more. You got more? Um very magnanimous of you to mention the people who actually won awards on the night. Um the, the players. Right. But yeah, I yeah. think the, the main, thing the that main story's been been missed. It was a number of us who are fans of, of the grade cricketer waking up to press uh the following morning, which I've noted down. Press um vis a vis you and some of your uh, antics on the night, which right, I okay. thought was really pushing the button. Right. Yeah. Um awkward. Yeah. It's been described some, as an awkward joke. Yeah. Um so I just got a selection of headlines here. Okay, uh, yeah. from news, yeah. um, news.com. Aussie cricketers have been made to sweat in their expensive duds at the Cricket Awards <laughs> as an awkward joke left the room in raptures. Okay, well, that's nice. Sky, you just know when you're doing well when you wake, you know, you, get, you wake up in the morning, there's a bit of news and it's knocking around news.com and Sky. We've yeah. got Yahoo Sport in here as well. Yep. Sky says... Uh, Cricket Awards host Ian Higgins sends crowd roaring with awkward jokes citing infamous Clark Stefanovic scandal in Noosa. Okay. Yahoo Sports says, Michael Clark mocked in savage moment during Australian <laughs> Cricket Awards night. Pat Cummins couldn't contain his laughter as the joke went down a treat. And uh, finally, Nine.com. Yep. Stale bread. <laughs> Carl Stefanovic responds to Noosa incident gag at Alan Border Medal. Now, I read mis that. bit misleading. That is misleading, bis yeah. bit misleading. Yeah. Says Carl Stefanovic saw the funny side of mm. a light-hearted joke at his expense. Yeah. Um, it quoted it quoted joke. Uh, the quip brought about laughs from Smith as well as Stark Cummins in the background. Stefanovic had the chance to respond on Nice Today Show. Great spot, he said of Noosa yeah. with a smile. Yeah. I thought he dealt with it very well, yeah. but it was his mate, yeah. uh, 2GB presenter Chris O'Keefe. That's right. Who then referred to the joke as stale bread. Yeah. Let it go. Put it in the bin. Put it in the bin. Move on. Yeah. He laughed before Sarah Harbour came in again came at, in, at, yeah. at Carl. So, so she was happy with the joke. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, stale no. bread. When when you when you delivered it, did you think this could be stale bread that needs to be put in I was, in I was, silver bin? Yeah, look, I was surprised by that. I was surprised that it's like this isn't funny anymore. I was like, oh, 
I was in the room. Yeah. <laughs> People are ready. <laughs> Bin. Do you think Chris, o- Chris O'Keefe is just looking after his mate? Yeah. There. Yep. So yep. how did it feel? How did it feel off the bat? Out of the tongue, the joke. Um, <laughs> I didn't notice it at all. My guy's just normal. Yeah. Well, well, look, without giving too much away, it was in the live show, so there was a bit of rehearsing. Okay. But uh, yeah, roll that nicely. Mm. I wasn't. I wasn't sure if Smudge was going to go for it. Um, hard to know sometimes. Hard to know sometimes. Hard mm. to know. But I think he, numbers fall in front of his face. Yes. But I think I think it was okay. Yeah. It's great. You had the screenshot with Cummins laughing, so that's going to give you. You think if that doesn't give you credibility, you're in trouble. You know what I mean? I know it doesn't give credibility with some people. He's a bit but woke for me. He might yeah, be, but, but me yeah, too. Yeah, he should go easy on that sort of stuff. Captain but Planet. Yeah. <laughs> I did call him Captain Planet earlier to his face during the awards. Yeah, I had one with him on the on the blue carpet about go work, go broke. Didn't make it. Just didn't make it. Into he the laughed. Fight. Like I heard you say. Yeah, it, and he laughed. Mm. So, I don't know, something. Well, that's a, yeah. The oh. mine in the package, but um. Uh, I just, just on the just on the awards as well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought Hedy deserved something. I don't know how, but uh, and also like the bowlers who basically carried the, the year. Um, it would have been great to like like Mike Hussey and Lynn Larson got called out uh, as as, as uh, Hall, Hall of Famers. Famous, yeah, would be good to hear from them. I just yeah. think that's a good part of the awards. Agreed. <clears throat> um, Zorba looked good. Yep, statement piece. Yes, which is saying something Indeed. in that group mm. of the ring that he was wearing around his neck. Oh, is what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, we're talking about Wes Ager. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> always great kind of the uh, it's always great kind of the cricket Australia awards. You get a small chance to chat with the players and you yeah. get straight to the point. Like, you know, yeah, I don't have a lot of time with these guys. Who's the fastest bowler you ever face? Fuck that. <laughs> right. Well, so where are we at in terms of the pieces? Like people yeah. are whipping their phones yeah. out and yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, boys, votes three, two, one. So we got. I just want look. No, we're not dropping any names at all. And like. It would probably be an absolute punish for players to have to like mingle with, uh, you know, people on the periphery of the of the industry. Yeah, um, while cricket they're trying adjacent. To their, yeah, all I'm saying is, I was talking to a couple of players, and one of my heroes, one of my absolute heroes from when I was a child, who I've never had an interaction with in my life, continued to walk past me, patting me on the head like a fucking Buddha, calling me boof. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> you haven't told me that. Oh, and, and then I'm not naming any names. I'm saying this is cricket conversation. After the second time he did it, I was like, oh, I've never chatted with him in my life. That's nice, you yeah. know. And um, and then the two players I was with looked at each other and said, is he still stealing cricket balls? <laughs> Yeah. So, so know, cr- that's cricket, it's all the same. It's all the same. It's all I'm saying. So he's changing scores in the scoreboard. <laughs> Is he still stealing cricket balls? <laughs> I, just, I love that. It was a cool. It was a great night. <laughs> Very cool to do. Um, our brief was to add a bit of levity. Or boards nights can be boring. Um, and also, it was very cool to work with. Um, Mel Jones and Jason Richardson, who were very professional, and it was kind yep. of them too, like be okay with us tagging along with them. Uh, so they would have been entitled to be like, don't know if I sort of want to be on the, uh, yeah. say the same bill as this. It could be anything, but they were very supportive. And um, so were Channel 7. So, you know, anyway, actual cricket that's going on. Um, 
these really important ODIs have happened. Yeah. Uh, the third one's happening in about a couple of hours' time as we're recording this. So in the first game in OD, uh, sorry, in Melbourne, West Indies made 231. Xavier Bartlett took four for 17. Australia chased it down two for 232. Smith, 79 red. Green, 77 red. English, 65 at the top. Yeah. So Xavier Green's Bartlett. Green's winning the AB medal. Xavier Bartlett's second best ODI figures by an Australian on debut. Here's the top five, Pezza. Tony Dottomay, number one. Bartlett, two. Stuart McGill, three. Carl Rackerman, four. Xavier Doherty, five. So though, that bowls really that bodes well for Xavier Bartlett because um, there's five storied <laughs> ODI careers right there. Uh, first look at Lance Morris as well for Australia. Yeah. None for 59 of 10. Got to clap eyes on it. Clap eyes on it, yeah. Some green some, and gold. Something to look at. You got to talk to him, blue carpet. Like, just, just what's the eyes? Because he's got some piercing green eyes, it's aren't good they? Looking. It's good looking. Yeah. 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 Uh, but anyway, yeah, it's performance for Australia. Whatever, in, yeah. In cricket, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I said to him, I'm looking at you, and I'm thinking, that's international cricket. Yeah. And I was just looking at his body. I kept saying that to Spencer Johnson, just kept, like, pushing his chest. <laughs> going, Whoa, have a go at it. Can you... <laughs> Get this man off me. <laughs> so this is a Wendy's. <clears throat> um, yeah, so uh, now Ian Healy said of Xavier Butler's four for 17, it's the best ever debut by an Australian. A, that's a big, it's a big call it's a from big, Heels. That's a big call. Big call but, from Heels. Uh, I haven't got the exact quote in front of me, but it was, it, that's what he's, it was. The, he does know things. Heels though. The second ODI in Sydney. <clears throat> just, just on Bartlett. Yeah. Like uh, eyebrow, say, eyebrow selection. A couple of slugs above the eyes. A couple of slugs. Far be for me to judge. But um, we're talking about Carl Rackman again. <laughs> oh, Wes. But um, <laughs> how are you, slug? A couple. Um, I just just I just wanted to note. Like I didn't know a lot about it leading into the game. I know I know I know it was a good BBL. I've seen it before. Yeah. but I didn't know much about it. But it's uh, it's a it's a strapping rig. It's it's wide, mm. it's wide, mm. it's strapping, and it's full fast outswing, and that's always going to agree with Australians wherever, whatever your proclivity, wherever you're from, all shapes and sizes. A wide strapping rig, seam up, full fast outswing. Yes, four for fourteen. Play yeah. on. Yeah, was it fourteen? Yeah, the first wicket that he took made mm. me, me do stuff with my lips. Hello. Made you do stuff with your lips. Yeah, okay, just, you're pulling it. Yeah. It, it pushed my lips towards my nose. Okay, so kissing your teeth kind of thing. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. That's something to look at there. Mm. Uh, do you want to talk about the second ODI? Ah, <clears throat> uh, sure. Australia made 250. Sorry, I thought you were asking me to start quoting the scores. Oh, the no, 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 yeah, no, no. Yeah. Abbott made 69. Short made 41. Uh, they defeated the West Indies, who made 175. Sean Abbott again took three for 40. Hayeswood, three for 43. Debuts for Will Sutherland and Jake Fraser McGurk. Um, Fraser McGurk had an electric start that was, what was a 4 6 out, but it, but it looked like something. I mean, the, the six off uh, Azari Joseph, mm. ooh, it looked good. It, looked, it was just one shot. In, it was very much like in the nets. It was fucking, this guy had a great net, basically. It was, it was a four and a six, but it was the way it was hit. It was like, he made, so he made 10. Oh. It was like, oh, there's something here. In, in many ways. Ooh, yes, please, Daddy. Like, this is the kind of player he is. Like, he, he gave us a glimpse. Mm. And you knew that it was special because on the Fox coverage, like, I have never heard Mark Wall register a higher <laughs> note in his, in his voice. What did he do? I can't remember exactly what he said, but it went, like, say if he speaks in a C flat. Okay. It was uh, like he, he was starting to hit G. 
You know oh, what okay. I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. G sharp. Right. Like, oh, like it was like, yeah. oh, June, Ooh, June, June, Junior's head, like, like just coming out of the normal range. He is up June. and about. Uh, and so, I mean, this is, this is the roost. This is Fraser McGurk. Like he, he titillated, he tempted, mm. he tantalized mm. with that shot. You're like, oh, like what could that be? Mm. Like what? They, he flashed us. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Yes. Yes. And he gets out and, you know, the purists will be like, well, he, he does that, have that in him and he doesn't normally open the bat and that should be for Matt Short. Why, what mm. are they trying to do with Matt Short? But I'm, I'm just saying that shot and I'm like, mm. let's have 10 years like we did of Glenn Maxwell caring more about the ones he got out with mm-hmm. than that shot. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let, let, let's, let's actually create identity crises where some people go like, it's not really going to work. He doesn't really know where it's going. But mm. could you think about a better result for an in and around the group selection? Just plays one shot that lets you know hmm, that could this could be something. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, wow! Oh. Hope springs eternal, Pezza. Yeah, indeed. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but Sean Abbott in his really match-saving innings of mm. sixty-nine, he had a six into the members of the SCG. There, bloke tried to catch it, yeah. went straight through the old digits there, smashed himself in the face. Now, one of my greatest fears, being in a cricket game like an international cricket game, there's lots of people, is a six being hit in my direction. Mm. I want fucking nothing to do with. I want to say about eight to ten people around you putting their hands up in an uncoordinated manner, reaching up to the heavens and just getting a little splice here and there. And it's, it's always going to go straight into the face. Mm. At some, someone at some point in an international cricket game is going to get seriously fucked up. Like this guy, this guy copped it hard. Surprised you don't see it more, to be honest. I have no interest in catching a ball at the cricket. Mate, I don't want to take my children to cricket because of the fucking missile being hit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Different issues there. Yeah, I thought you were going to say you just don't want one hit in your direction, not because there'll be obstacles, but it's just like, if, if, if you are a semi-known person, and I, I really emphasise semi, <clears throat> well, maybe after Daily Mail, if you may be a known person, but yeah. if you're dropping a catch on TV, that's it. That's the end. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I guess, like, it's never yeah. happened to me, as in I've never had one hit at me, uh, like in a professional no, game. No, I've never been close, I don't think. I was at the local park last summer, though, okay. and I was walking around with my kids, and one came my direction, and it was a really easy catch, and I dropped it. And I felt, you know, think... You know how much I think about that. Yeah, I do. Yeah, like how much I would be thinking about yeah. that. Now do that on TV. <laughs> okay, here's what I worry about. If you're just walking down the local uh, uh, the local park and a ball is hit for four. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then the guy has the the, the, the boundary rider yeah. is, say, let's call it 15 yeah. to 20 metres away. I know away. going with this. Now I pick it up and now I have to nail the underarm, of which I've never underarmed. I have yeah. not underarmed the ball in, let's call it, eight years. Yep. Now, with that pressure. With that yeah. pressure. Now, if that goes short, if it's ankle height, if it goes over his head, mm. I'm thinking about that for at least a decade. You could always skip him and just go straight to the keeper. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then your arm just literally falls off and you... <laughs> you should throw your shoulder <laughs> That's out. That's right. Yeah. Um, but, and th- but with that underarm, mm. are you trying to underarm it to him athletically? And by that I mean like the longer the backswing and sort of follow through the more athletic it is on the underarm mm. or are you like a is it is it real short like i'm i'm yipping up you know close to the close to the pin just trying to chip one on you know with that underarm is it, is it kind of like like it actually the 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 motion of underarming it commences past mm. you know what are we calling that the vertical yeah uh i'm going i'm going full range of motion so you're just going for it. I'm going for it. <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> if that, like, what's worse, uh, like an, an overshot underarm or one that bounces it on the half volley? Oh, no, not the half volley, good length. Over, overshot. 
is, is miles, worse. Miles worse. Because yeah. they have to turn around. Oh, yeah. And then you go, oh, sorry, mate. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, because if you overshoot it, they can take a moment to stand there and look at you as it goes over as well, just to exacerbate the moment. Now, but it's like if if you if it's on a good length and you just leave them in fucking bits, mm. just with their body trying to be everywhere like fucking Gumby trying to stop it. Now what's worse? That's very bad. What's worse if you forget to let the ball go and you throw it over your head <laughs> backwards in the opposite direction? Still in your oh hands. fuck! Sorry, mate. <laughs> Yeah, like if you mangle it, like the the um the underarm scrapes your your, your ass, which is bigger oh, no, than it, yeah. bigger than it used yeah, to be. So into the you actually have no kinesthetic awareness of where your <laughs> just spills ass out. is anymore, and it just oh. scrapes off. It spins and just spins, landing at your feet, you like, like, at, it like, like at the end of Inception with a spinning yeah. thing. <laughs> Like a spinning top in front of you. <laughs> you both just looking at it. You start tapping it too. Anyway, yeah, look at that. See, that's that is that is more important. That was a good game. Anyway, oh yeah, well done, well done, Australia. Hundred too many or whatever the fuck it was. Third ODIs in Canberra today. The T twenty start on Friday, then on Sunday, then Tuesday next week in Hobart, Adelaide, and Perth. In that order, Travis Head has been removed from the White Ball squad to refresh. Mm. Xavier Bartlett was managed from the second ODI due to a previous back injury. So it was obviously weird, but he took a great debut, four for 17. Mm, then he was being up. rested. Um, but uh, he had a back injury and didn't play any domestic cricket uh, this year. So he's um, he's being managed for loads. Can, can I shout out, like, uh, again, I think good selections here because we got to see a lot of trappings in a very forgettable, like, cricket series where the Windies' best players are barely here too. Um, They'll be here for the T20s, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're talking like the the selection policy seemed to me was like blokes who'd done well at the level below. Now in this case, like you're talking your BBLs, yeah. For example, like the B- BBL is a feeder to the national team. Kind of doesn't make sense in a lot of ways because we have a two speed economy of like you know franchise cricket and international cricket. But from an Australian mm. pyramid perspective, we, we grow up with the DNA of a pyramid. Yes, it's a the yeah the pyramid is getting renovated. It's a parallelogram. We've talked about it you know a lot, but I still liked it. You know, it was just. Fraser McGurk, Will Sutherland, who was very serviceable in Sydney, yes. great player. Yes. I just, you know, did did, did what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, Xavier Bartlett and Bearback Morris, Bearback you know, gets Morris. a gig. Where else, you know, like, I mean, the quicks, as we've said, are selfishly staying in the team mm-hmm. in Test cricket. Where yeah. else are you going to give these guys a go? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, ODI cricket's on the nose uh, as it is, so none of it means anything, and we're looking forward to the T20s. Uh, I'm pretty sure Xavier Bartlett is due to be playing today. So right. he's just rested for that game. But he, uh, I think he, I mean, by the time this comes out, people will already know. But um, but yeah, um, mate, I saw I saw a ticket price for the SCG, yeah. for A Reserve, 130 bucks. 130 bucks for A Reserve for an ODI. Mm. Wow. What about the deck, the SCG? Mm. Hey, um, Australia just announced their T20 squad for New Zealand. Um and that is Mitch Marsh captaining Cummins, Tim David, Nathan Ellis, Hazelwood, Head, Inglis, Maxwell, Matt Short, Steve Smith, Stark, Stoinis, Wade, Warner, mm. Zampa. It's getting serious. It's getting serious now. It's getting serious. So the New Zealand tour, New Zealand tour, obviously just around the corner. So the T20s are in Feb 21, Feb 23, and Feb 25. Uh, and New Zealand should be strong as well. Um, I would have thought, uh, especially in their home conditions. Um, do you want to just stay on the stay on the the uh, the theme of Australian cricket? Anyway, talk about the Sheffield Shield just quickly. Yeah, uh, that would be that, that that would be appreciated appreciated by English and Indian fans. Of course, let's go Shield. <clears throat> 
Scott Boland was sent for scans on his knee during the Vicks game against mm. South Australia. The junction, Chris Rogers, the coach of Victoria, said it's a low-grade wear and tear low in his grade. knee. That's good footy stuff. But nothing too serious. Now, Nick Maddinson scored mm. 104, his first awesome. shield match since rupturing his AC on the Big Bash on New Year's Day 2023, Pezza. So nearly a year. Uh, so first shield match since then, 104. That was awesome to see. Sam Harper, who suffered a bad concussion in the nets for the Melbourne Stars during the BBL as well. He made 46. But Fer- Fergus Pfeiffer. Fergus Pfeiffer. Yeah. Rabbit Young Player yep, of the Year. Third Pfeiffer for the year. Not bad. Uh, Will Bukowski, this was a story that happened maybe a week ago, was ruled out of the game from suffering uh, uh, from delayed concussion symptoms after being hit in the head in the victorious second 11 game. So that's obviously sad to see again. Um, However, was, what was good about that, yeah. I don't know if we mentioned this on the last show, when he when he uh, was initially hit in that second 11 game, he... Um, he kept batting for four balls. He kept batting and then went off the field but returned. Yeah. And I think the return is um, major progress for him. He mm-hmm. then went on to make a fair few runs. Okay, missed, 90, out, okay, okay missed out on three figures, yeah. uh, to be fair, mm. but... I get the impression that the return to the field is a massive step for him. Now, if he's had delayed um, symptoms, then so be it. But I think the um, – I don't know. I just get the impression from the mental perspective to be out to, – to go back out and bat is yeah. um, is a huge step for him and very positive. Yeah, good shout. Good shout. Um, so New South Wales are in WA for their match. I think it's at the Wacker, actually. Now, Moses made 95 – to put New South Wales right in the mix for winning the game. They were chasing 240-something, and they fell a few runs short. Then they lost about three for five on the beginning of day two, mm-hmm. or day yeah, day two, to um, uh, to lose the game. Um, but people might have seen first this in, on first innings. On first innings, yeah. yeah. Uh, Charlie, Stobo, Charlie Stobo was bowling to Chris Green, mm. who defended it back to the bowler. Stobo then threw the ball back at the stumps of the striker, who was out of his ground, and Green played like a forward defense whilst out of his crease and, and middled it. Um, and there was a there was an appeal and it was given not out. Mm. Uh, that was um, it was a weird one because so like apparently the batter is in the laws of the game, Pez. Apparently the batter is allowed to defend himself from potential injury and there and so like be in the way of the stumps mm. if it's if he's protecting himself. Now that wasn't a throw that was going to injure him in any way, mostly because he had a bat and gloves and pads on, and the throw wasn't that hard. He was out of his crease and he, and from what I saw, he seemed to like move towards the ball to, like, play it. <laughs> it Pretty was- hard to not move towards the ball if you hit it with your bat. But yeah. There's a good chat about this uh, on the Grandstand Cricket Podcast with um, oh, yeah. Ed and uh, Corbin. Uh-huh. Ed makes it very clear that it's not it's not a law. It's actually a new playing condition oh, uh, in okay. Australian cricket. Okay, he, okay. Said, he said it very quickly and uh, he didn't blink once. But that's Exactly, buddy. He's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, like when I saw it, and, you know, talking about um, – you know, dogs in the fight, yeah. blue baggers deluxe here on this show, um, unapologetically. Yeah. Uh, well, so is Charlie Stobo. Charlie Stobo, I was going to yeah. say, just a couple of Sydney greatest stalwarts doing their thing, yeah. trying their best. Yeah. All I want to say is, like, if if it if it's a case of, like, okay, the new playing conditions actually measure not out, you know, whatever, then mm. so be it. Mm. Maybe they get to the right place. But yeah. all I would like to see in that scenario, <laughs> we know Chris or whatever, is, like, like, I just think fundamentally, if you are out of your crease mm. and somebody is throwing the ball at the stumps, I would like to see you make an effort to participate with goodwill in returning to your crease mm. instead of taking an alternative option mm. of staying where you are, <laughs> remaining out of your crease and using your bat <laughs> to stop being run out. Now, if, the, if there's, you know, a playing condition that says uh, that you can hide behind saying you're defending yourself from injury, mm. you didn't throw it that hard or whatever, yeah. then, like... So be it. He played okay. it. He played it like he'd received a throwdown. 
Yeah, or, or, or there was a nonchalance to like, no, you're yeah. not doing that. It's like, look, yeah. Charlie's allowed to throw the ball at the stumps if a batter's out of their crease, mm-hmm. and he's not throwing it at the batter. Like, he, there's there's a run-out chance. It's a very unlikely he's going to be out. That's mm. not the point. Mm. I would just like to see the batter do what they're meant to fucking do and get back in the crease mm. instead of use their bat and take matters into their own hands. Mm. I'm defending myself from injury. And like, oh, I would have hit the bat anyway. It, that, mm. That's irrelevant to the question. I just think I, – I, I just think – Get back, just go back to your crease. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, am I going up to the umpire and saying, like, that's actually out? Probably yeah. not. No. But I also think it's like, you know, defending yourself from injury. I mean, Chris wouldn't know that. He was just like, nah, all good. Yeah, I'm just really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, I thought it was one was like, oh, he's probably pretty lucky there. He's probably pretty if lucky. If they to wanted go to be, Cota, but yeah, I just yeah. think like, I, I would have had a different view if Green was already back in his crease. So he's, yeah. he'd completed yeah. his end of the bargain. Yeah. But I just don't think you have many rights no. to do shit to the ball yeah. when you're out if you cross as I a agree. stance. Uh, now, there was one in grade cricket now as well. Now we're talking. Yeah, there was, there was one in grade cricket that was uh, sent around. Uh, was it Donnie? Saeed? Yeah, who, Donnie who, Saeed who, who sent it, it to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I think he put it out it's there. Got, yeah. It's gone around on uh, Twitter. Uh, yeah. So it's Manly against Sydney Uni in Sydney yeah. Test Cricket. Yep. Um, Ryan McElduff is the batter, uh, and he pushes a ball – it's in first grade, mm-hmm. uh, and it's uh, he pushes the ball to mid on. Mm. The ball then goes out of shot of the of the of the uh, frog box still mm. camera. And then in that in that moment of silence, you can hear the waves whipping in from Manly and just mm. the, the the general um, kind of the the, the din of uh, of air and noise and whatever the echo of the ball. So the keeper is up to the stumps for mm-hmm. the uh, medium pa- uh, medium pass. Or it was an offy. I think it was an offy. It was an offy. Uh, Maybe Jay Jay Lenton maybe behind could, the stumps. Could be. Yeah. Could be. Uh, so then the ball is then thrown back to Jay if he's the wicket. Mm, for, mm. for this occasion. Uh, and then uh, Ryan McElduff uh, receives the ball about sort of um, between, uh, well, let's say about belly button height. He mm. then proceeds to fucking launch it over deep square uh, as the ball is returned into the it, it was It was akin to Fraser McGurk for Australia. Like, it's hard yeah. to split them in terms of like uh, what a fantastic shot it was. I mean, I made the same noise as Mark War as well when that yeah, happened. So. That's right. Oh, yeah. shot, <laughs> shot. I think you can hear one of his teammates say, shot. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else says, catch it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thrown in by Joel Davies and then you get- Oh, is that a throw Yeah, Joel Davies okay, threw it right, in right, and then right, you get right. a couple of, you know, texts flying around going, oh, it plays a couple of BBL mm-hmm. games. So, so right, the, right. the context as it's um, being advanced by Sydney University, okay. you know, who was uh, home to the batting team, yes. is that like Davies had been throwing the ball at the batter a fair few times. Oh, okay, right. Um, has this podcast exercised any journalistic integrity on that? That's, no. That's not what this show is. Um, and, you know, have Sydney Uni people been known in the past to believe they can arrogantly spin their way yeah. into whatever they want? <laughs> not for me to say. Now, uh, when, so when, I, haven't, I haven't checked in with Manly. Now, when Ryan hit it for six, they all yell out, Horns! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious when they do that. Um, it would have been funny there, I've got to say. But it, it, what was what I liked was it like it was an incredible shot. It looked inc- it looked so good. And uh, is, it, is it is it higher on us? Mackled mackled up. Should yeah. we be looking at it? It was a very nice shot to mid on as yeah. well. It just turned it nice with the wrists. But um, obviously Davies is there. Yeah. But I like we only see the the like following five seconds of it where yeah, there's yeah, just yeah. there's confusion. Mm. But in those five there seconds you're reading confusion. Yeah, there is some there confusion. Is, yeah. And he's batting with Hayden Kerr, by the way. Oh, and you okay. say Hayden Kerr turns to the umpire. I presume he says to him, like, mate, he's been throwing it at the bat the whole time. Right, okay. Right. Yeah. So so it's on. And okay. you see Jay, I think it's Jay just with his arms out. Oh, I've got to uh, tell you, Manly in Sydney Uni, that is that is Yeah. Couple of characters yeah. knocking around. Couple of characters. Put it yeah, that way. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of uh, background to that. You yeah. know, like both of them grow up in a you know, let's say grow up in a in a manner 
and I'm stereotyping hugely Please. where, um, you know, I know from the manly side of things, it doesn't take long before someone says they're from God's country. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, well, that was you. That ran, ran your way. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mate, well, mate, we're God's country up here. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it is nice there, but I, I, know, I, know, it, you, I, know, I know, know what you're trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, mate. You tell us all the time. And, uh, <laughs> and Sydney Uni as well. Well, I mean, it, 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 yeah. it is difficult when you, you know, yeah. carry a sort of average 20% higher IQ than the rest of the... Um, <laughs> that is, that is and, difficult. And, 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 and Dada has a higher median, median income. And yes, yeah. I call him Dada. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I've got to that is. But yeah, so a couple of characters. I just thought like I was expecting a, a <laughs> blow up from Manly sooner. But maybe yeah. they were still trying to... Apparently mm. it was carry on afterwards, but oh, like, I'm sure. Mainly... I was more like, oh, they've not really reacted too much to this. Was, and then I'm, I, now I'm yeah. like, do they know that Joel's been throwing the ball in at the batter too much? Are they happy that there's been a response to this? You know, you start to just get into Good shot for us here, boys. Start, start to get into the weeds. <laughs> Good shot for us here, boys. Malkoduff made 250 in that game. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that was just an overthrow. Um, can I just add something to the shield? Yeah. Oh, no. Sorry, let's do some performances here. Yeah. You got some stuff. Ben McDermott made 146 to keep Queensland competitive against Tasmania. That's his third first-class century. His last one was for Australia A against India ahead of the 2020-21 Test Series. Now, Matt Short has been ruled out of the final ODI today. McDermott has been called up. McDermott, have, he's just played five ODIs for Australia. His last one was in the, was in the tour of Pakistan, I think mm. it might have been. He averages 44 in those five ODIs, so it's a great start for him, mm. 150. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess, Pezza, first of all, I wasn't – I wasn't aware that McDermott was looking so juicy at the moment. He's looking looking juicy, um, but I'm, I'm going to what is that? Sorry, I, I, I'm going to say that. Mean? I, <laughs> I swear, last time I saw him, he wasn't looking as juicy as now. That's all I'm saying. I don't know what does it mean. What is it juicy? Like just you just take a big bite out of it, or like like just. <laughs> no, he's, he's he's looking thick, thick, yeah, he's thick through thick. the trunk, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to suggest though that. That Australian selectors are talking about higher honours. They like the look of it. Because he's been, he, he was around the group for a while. Yeah. And now he's come in yeah. into it's the. A safe, into it's this a safe game. name too. Yeah. Well, that's right. Uh, Tassie ends up ends up winning this game by four wickets in the second innings. Uh, in Queensland's second innings, however, um, Jack Clayton, young Jack Clayton, made 102 out of 160. Jesus that's Christ, a, that's a lot. That, that, by is, the a, way. that is a lot. Um, and apparently, it was like. Um, was feeling sick, so I was throwing up as well. Perfect. So he was doing it. Perfect. So he was doing it tough, you'd say. Yeah. Well, uh, he, yeah, if he confected that, even better. That's higher honours for me. So yeah, that is Ma- Mackleduff. Hard yakka. Yeah. Ma- so we've identified two players for higher honours here. <laughs> Mackleduff, Jack Clayton, Jake Fraser McGurk, because he's flashing you, giving you, he's titillating. Yeah, that's right. So that's, yeah. three, that's three of the top order sorted. Yeah. Tassie, uh, I think that Tassie now goes top and looking and firming for a home Shield final, wow, hey. which is um, that's a that's a vibe. It's, there's an aesthetic, is, there's an aesthetic to it. Um, all right, Pezza, we should have done this earlier, but let's talk about the away days. It's just, just, just quickly, just, oh, okay, just, on, just on Shield. Um, I just like this tweet from Mark Bourne uh, to us. Um, sorry, the handle is at Boone Bogan. Uh, just took a couple of photos. He said, "At my first hashtag Sheffield Shield game." That's in case you want to click Sheffield Shield as a hashtag. Got it. Seen the sprinklers turn on while birds bowling. <laughs> Seen the ball get stuck in a construction zone. And I think I'm the only person under 40 here. Fuck, I love cricket. <laughs> Just taking photos. <laughs> sprinklers coming on. Um, that might be a whacker. Anyway, away days. Pajero Sport away okay. days. Um, it's been a very popular segment we've had. It is. I'd say dozens per week have come in. And look, this I think this is our last uh, integration. The last with, one? With Mitsubishi okay. Pajero. Unless, unless things change. Things can change in this game. 
they can. But I believe this is our last integration. And thank you uh, to Mitsubishi Pajero to Pajero oh, Sport. It's been it's been a value add to yeah. the to the program. Indeed, I'm sure people listening. I, I bet there's some value to it. I bet. Uh, this is this is thanks to Pajero Sport. We've been doing this segment called Away Days. We you know, just the adventure of being in a car on the way to places that scare you, frankly. Yes. Uh, Sydney Uni, Manly. In, indeed, yeah. yeah. And and these these like it's what an away day can do. It can expose your fears, your insecurities. You oh. might come from higher socioeconomic status, and when you go into the low SES areas, areas you're not used to that. Mum and dad never took you there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you lock the doors, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it can go the other way around as well, course, as, you've, as you've just mentioned. Um, this is from Anon. Hello, boys. Submission for away day. See you. Please keep anonymous if possible. Granted. Context. I was cricketer. I was cricketer. I was cricketer. <laughs> I was a cricketer for most of my junior life, 7 to 14 inclusive. I now, 24, was not too long ago asked to fill in for my mate and co-worker's D-grade Astro wheelie bin side. I like it. I eagerly accept. Now, when I say wheelie bin, I'm, I'm not, I don't have a speech impediment trying to say the word really. Really bin. Uh, no, wheelie bin just denoting um, a level of cricket where you may as well use a wheelie bin for stumps, yes. such as the standard. Um, he says, I eagerly accept. I proceed to drive 40 minutes to the ground on a 40-degree day, probably in a Pajero sport, I'd imagine. Definitely. I don't care. I'm a starry-eyed boy who's optimistic he'll fall in love with his childhood passion. I rock up, introduce myself to the team, buzzing with excitement. I proceed to be given half-washed, half-washed, damp, BO-smelling whites that are two sizes too small, amounting the three-quarter length pants and a Chris Tremlett schmedium on top. <laughs> Not to worry, I think. Just a bump in the road. We lose the toss, sent into bowl. I proceed to watch as the opening bowlers and first change are bowling 75k per hour dibbly dobblers that are nearly double bouncing before the keeper. All the while, all the while, the batters can't even lay willow on it. Knowing I can bowl in the vicinity of 100 to 110k an hour, <laughs> I quietly think to myself that I can experience being the tearaway quick I never was uh-huh. and put in a decent shift with the ball. Oh, you stupid, stupid boy. <laughs> the 16, that's his words. The 16 year old who had played and missed on 80% of his balls faced proceeds to glide me for two fours, Joe Root esque, full and straight, I think, clipped for four, uh, I think, clipped for four. The following over, I now have his complimentary batting partner on strike, broad fellow, could hit a clean ball. Only seen him hit full stuff though, so I pulled back my length, I think. Success early, he then proceeds to clear the leg and bosh my back of a length delivery at my head. Mm. Catch attempt made, hits my pinky, goes for four anyway, hard luck. I grip the ball to bowl my next ball and feel a peculiar feeling on my ring finger. I look down and see my pinky is bent back and the left and to the left 45 degrees in their respective directions. Back and to the left. Exactly. Mm. I immediately recognise that this is the cricketing gods punishing me for my hubris, but Mm. oh no, they weren't finished yet. I trudge off the field and begin to take my kid off in preparation for the hospital. The team alpha tells me he knows a guy and could get me fast-tracked to a mate's privately owned clinic and I'd be back batting in no time. I am helpless but to heed the command. <laughs> As I walk to my car, play resumes. My mate and coworker delivers the last ball of my incomplete over, and you guessed it, takes a wicket. I drive in absolute despair. Uh, sorry, I drive in absolute despair of what has transpired. I finally arrive at the aforementioned clinic. It's shut. Thanks, Team Alpha. Next closest available hospital, 25 minutes. Another despair-filled oh. drive. Arrive and proceed to be told a 1.5 times Sunday surcharge rate will be applied. As a uni student, the dread of the possible sums of this visit forced me to swiftly decline this option to the women at the desk. Brackets make an excuse about leaving my wallet in the car because I didn't want to embarrass myself by admitting I'm financially disincentivized yep. to pay 
pay the premium. Yep. I then make a 45-minute trip to the oh state-run hospital God. where I'm met with the glaring eyes of normal members of the public <laughs> who are wondering why a fully grown adult is wearing essentially kid-sized stinky baker's whites. My shame is immense. To rub souls into the wound, I am passed around multiple doctors, nurses, and x-ray technicians who all ask for the story of my finger, to which I have to painfully recount the fact that a D-grade parky has so comprehensively dispatched my bowling, oh. thus to cause physical trauma. Kind regards are non. So just if Goodness. you get that down to one minute, Charlie, uh, for the clip. me. That, now that is an atrocious away day. Have you, se- have you seen a bad injury on the field? I'm trying to think. Of, uh, nah. I did, I did play in a sixth grade game once. I've, I think I've told this story before where mm-hmm. um, a man was batting in um, like reading glasses yeah. and the, ball, the half tracker like sat up off the pitch. He missed his uh, pull shot right. and it cannoned into his um, helmetless yeah. reading glasses, right. shattered the glasses <laughs> all over the pitch. And then he threw his bat down a la Ben Stokes yeah. uh, at Boomer knocking him over mm. and tried to like, um, you know, hold up both fists while he walks blind <laughs> to, <laughs> to the bowler who didn't really have a follow through because oh it's at 75k. God. But no, no, I haven't seen like a, a really bad one. Yeah, no, I, I've never I've seen, seen broken fingers and things like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just one that I can think of was uh, like first like first or second weekend when like it's the, 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 the outfit was still fucked up from like the football season previously. Oh, yeah. And it was yeah. like a ball was hit the square leg rolling like decently hard. Yeah. Went down for the long barrier, just popped up off the Turk straight oh, yeah. into the head yeah. and like just huge black eye. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Good, good times. Really good times. <clears throat> India and England, second test at Vizag there. What happened in the game? Indy won by 106 runs. India batted first. They won the toss and had a stick. They made 396. Jaiswal made 209. England were then out for 253. Boomer took six for 45. Zach Crawley hit 76. India were then all out for 255. Shulman Gill hit 104. Hartley, pick of the bowls for England, four for 77. England were then chasing 399, and they were all out for 290. Two, just to set up the game a little bit more. Mm. India were without Kohli, obviously. Kale Rahul and Jadeja were injured. Uh, the latter were replaced by Rajat Patadar, who made his test debut, and Kuldeep Yadav, the uh, left arm wrist spinner, uh, replacing Jadeja. England had swapped Mark Wood for Jimmy Anderson. Uh, Shoa Bashir debuted for Jack Leach. So that's what happened in the game. There were some incredible performances. I'm pretty sure Boomer was man of the match, wasn't he? He took three for in the final innings as well. So he took nine for the game. He was the difference, really, between the two sides, despite Jaiswal making an incredible 209 at the top and then Shubman Gill making a really uh, telling contribution, 104 out of 255 in the third innings of the game. So uh, Zach Crawley made a second 50 as well. So he made a, two 50, uh, sorry, a 50 in each innings, two 50s for the game for Zach Crawley. So he was the pick of the batters. No one else passed 50 in the game, um, I think, actually, for either team. Uh, so uh, that's what happened in the game. Uh, what do you want to pick up with this test match other than being in, I mean, in India, India were the better team. They had the better performances. They had the outstanding player, if not players of the game. So one, uh, one sets up the series really, really well, obviously. But um, once again, there seems to be some more conversations around the, uh, you know, what happened outside of the individual performances per se. Mm. Would you agree with that? Yeah. I suppose like, yeah, it's, it feels very difficult to, interpret any game of cricket without the lens of baseball. I'm just wondering at what point it's like, no, it's just, just, just a game of cricket. Two teams played their style and, you know. India were good. India were good. England just does it in ways we haven't really seen before, but still spits out pretty much yeah. the same numbers we I've seen normally. Numbers. I've seen these numbers. I've seen these numbers. Mm. It just happens quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
so I, I don't it, but it's so much fun to talk about it that way because it creates all these other like um themes you know between people like i just the, i i can't get over like how much um like how it's basically sacrilegious and um unwelcome and disallowed to criticize england yeah. w- within yeah uh, i yeah. believe J- jonathan agnew's uh wrote an article that the headline and he wouldn't do the headline but it's tourists still to be feared despite emphatic defeat <laughs> like the night before like jimmy's saying that they're, they're nervous they didn't know what to set yeah you know like yeah. oh, actually this is one series where like we're just talking about england which is just always talking about it. Like, even india is just probably standing here going like why can't we talk about us they're used to talking about themselves yeah but like yeah, in- yeah. india just seems to be playing you know now look it's going to be hard for people who are watching the show specifically because there's a there's literally a painting that was made behind me of travis head doing like winger uh sorry uh, um uh wango house and venga wiggles wiggles um finger shaking uh behind me okay mm. so when he became the father of india obviously there are some biases mm. in the studio I'm not going to, um, you know, resolve those obligations for a start. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, if I'm an English person listening to me saying what I'm about to say, then uh, I'm going to be like, all right, just fucking call your jets. Because fundamentally, the fun that it must be as an England fan watching this team from where they were, and it's, it's you really can't forget where they were, you know, one win from 17 games, haven't been great for a really a period of time in, in test cricket, haven't held the Ashes for 10 years by the time the next Ashes comes around, that being in Australia, so it could be longer, you would suspect. Um, and the the moments that this team, especially the test team, on the back of some great white ball stuff, you know, the, the moment, it'd just be so fun, you know, chasing the, the huge titles against India, 380 against New Zealand, wasn't there? 300 again against New Zealand, there's been a couple of moments, 3-0 in Pakistan, um, the Ashes was, was exciting. But, like, there are moments in the game where, like, I, I, well, I said this last night, do you have to take the rough with the smooth? Now, Joe Root is a tremendous cricketer. There's, I mean, one of their best ever. No question about that. He scores 16 off nine in the chase, and then he runs down the wicket and just, like, objectively plays an atrocious shot. And then also, like... Ben Stokes sort of runs himself out by forgetting how to run for a bit. There's also some gesticulation in the first innings about, you know, you know, boom, Boomer bowls him again and he's, he's, he's drops his bat and his hands are like this. And then, and then of course, in the run chase itself, there's a moment where apparently it's controversial because Stokes says afterwards that Zach Crawley uh, was incorrectly given out by technology. Oh, and, yeah. and, like, and there's just so much credit in the bank for this white ball team of England and, of course, the leadership axis uh, Patel, um, the axis of McCullum and um, and Stokes, because you know, look, look at look at the fun, look at the fun and the joy, and they're chasing four hundred, and I'm watching it as a neutral, being like, yeah, they they might they might do it, and you'd never think that beforehand. So like, so there is there is so much credit in the bank, but to your point, it's just bizarre that like you're not allowed in any way to be like that was shit, that was shit, that's a weird thing to say. There's, I, and there's a number of instances over a period of time where it's like, eh. Are we, are we yeah, sure it, about that? It lends itself to crow's feet, but the thing is, like, this is part of the baseball playbook. If you if you if you sort of throw crow's feet at something, they're like, you don't get it. If you're crow's feeding anything, you don't get it. Like mm. the lies and the delusion is actually that's a it's a cost of business. You don't you can't yeah, you can't achieve yeah. these revolutionary um, mm. like attainments w- without lying to yourself. Maybe as grade cricketers, we should be looking at this, going like we've 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 got to lie to ourselves more mm. because. You know, like for example, Stokes um, saying overnight, 
in a game full of ifs, buts and maybes, I'm not going to say that this is the reason why we haven't got the result we wanted. I'm just saying my personal opinion is that the technology has gone wrong on this occasion. And I think that's fair to say. <laughs> just like like, yeah. like something looked out live, uh, looks yeah. not out live, yeah. this is cool deep to yeah, yeah. Zach Crawley. Yeah. The Indians go, let's have a look. It's pretty and close. And it turns out it's out. Yeah. Like he's... The technology has gone wrong on this occasion. What does that mean? Mm. Like at the very least, it means there's been a um, a good faith malfunction of the technology that just seemed to happen yeah. at the most crucial part of the game when their best batter at that time was in before lunch. It was a, it was a big moment in the run chase. Mm. England had batted nicely in the first session of day four, chasing 400. Obviously, Zach Crawley was batting really, really nicely. Gets a ball from Kuri Biadav, um that just stays a little bit low. It looks like, like watching it live, I thought, I think you had the same thing. It was just like, nah, probably going down leg. And then you just watch the DRS and it's like, oh, it's out. Now, like, of course, what's happened is in, you know, social media discourse is what you can do is you can actually screenshot to make, you know, screenshot the images to suit the argument that you're trying to make. Now, I've watched it. I watched it last night. I watched it again five times this morning. It's wow. just, it's out. It's just, it's just out. Mm. Like, now... Is, it, is this a cultural thing here or something? Like, like Once again, I just if you applied that standard or that kind of comment from an Australian captain to Indian tech, to, sorry, Indian technology, to technology <laughs> um, during a game hosted in India against India, I just cannot imagine a scenario where there would not be outrage at the implication mm. that there has been a tech mistake at best. Yeah. Um, something more nefarious at worst. Yeah. I, and yet I'm just reading headlines going, gee, India's scared after we lost by 100 runs. <laughs> I, I, I want to read this out uh, from our Patreon chat. You can join us. This is where it gets hot. This is a this is a handle called Ian Higgins's Watch. Oh, yeah, okay. Who wrote, uh, I'm going to defend my English team. Brackets, it's mine. I have Stokes in my dungeon with a Hessian bag on his head. <laughs> he wrote... <laughs> And, and this is to your point. It's just nice to have fun watching cricket again. We right. got within 100 runs of a 400 target, won the first one. And also we've been shit for a decade and had dark days of Sibley, Burns, Denley at first drop. I'm all in on the vibes and Basball Kool-Aid. Fucking give me more. Haven't had so much fun watching cricket in ages. And, you know, fair play. If, yeah, you're, well, inside well, it, well, yeah, yeah. if you're inside it, all good. Yeah. What do you do if you're Aussie and you're just watching, like, um, delusion and bullshit at many times play out yeah. in front of your eyes? What do you yeah. do? Like, uh, it, it is the... It's the <laughs> That's a great point. Like, I'm watching bullshit all yeah, the time, and, I, and I'm and it's and there's just a lot of crow's feet. Yeah, don't get me wrong, a lot of really good stuff. Really and it good. just seems to me like the it is predicated on this um, refusal to say anything other than something positive about yourself and oneself. You know, that's it. And it's like mm. that, it, that's interesting. Mm. I guess it's an interesting way of life to mm. just live in this to to live with Kool-Aid about yourself. Perhaps it does elevate you to high levels. Maybe motivational experts would say that. But we're also playing cricket, which is the most brutal fucking game of all time. And when you do some dumb shit, people should be able to call it out, you know? England won one of their greatest ever test matches, last test match. So maybe that doesn't happen without all the other stuff, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out, like... It's a cost of business, because bullshitting yourself. Because, you know, they might win the next test match. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. But, like, I'm looking at a bunch of guys that average mid-30s in test cricket. They won series at home against New Zealand and South Africa. They drew the Ashes at home. They won 3-0 in Pakistan. That was mm. fucking incredible. They won one of their best ever test matches last time. Mm. This is something that was not possible 
in the at the end of Joe Root's captaincy. They're better than they used to They're be. They're better than they used to be. But is it still a bit like, yeah, it's just a decent team. It's just a decent team. Well, on, we'll on, but on occasion, they can pull off something amazing. Mm. And when they do that, even mm. if they are only decent, that's actually what Test Cricket needs. See what I'm saying? So yeah. even in even in slightly improved mediocrity, mm. it's still very good for the game. It's actually and the reason it. that Shamar Joseph can stay in Test cricket and not play that, for the franchise. Indeed, yeah. um, which is why another handle called Thinker and Thumper replied to Ian Higgins's watch saying, "My dick's got funny." <laughs> I, I mean, I take the point of um. Yeah, but we used to be turgid and now we're fun and mm. we also do we they also give us great memories. Which is true. That's that's all that's all really good. Yeah. It's like yeah. you know, someone's got a new partner. Yeah. You know? And like my partner lies to me mm. and I'm concerned about their colourful past, but <laughs> fuck we go on some great holidays. <laughs> and that's fine. There's a nice bottle of wine there. Exactly. Yeah. That that yeah. that's completely fine. Yeah. I think we're rattled. Are we rattled? Well, no, of course. Well, that, that was my thing. You know, mm. I can't, we can't say these things and trying to be objective without, yeah. you know, I've got a painting of Travis Head behind me yeah. winning the World Cup. So, like, you know, I can't say anything because now I'm in my head. But I'm just, but, but this is the thing because I feel like I'm just watching numerous instances of just utter rubbish. Mm. And it's like, I'm not allowed to. Well, they've say. done some good stuff. You're like, is, is there a way that Basball could still be amazing and just without the carry on? Like, is the yeah, carry-on – Yeah, That's what I want to know. Like, mm. is the carry-on, like, the straight mm. garbage bullshit delusion <laughs> stuff and the yeah. unwillingness or inability to praise opposition at the end of the day's play or mm. at the end of the game or the ability to um, claim or accept criticism for mistakes. Mm. Like, is there a way where you can still be awesome and do all of these amazing things we haven't seen in cricket – which is incredible to watch and also just eliminate the garbage or is the garbage a necessary precondition to, to achieve these things? Do we, do we need to be deluded? I mean, this is what I've been saying for the best part of a year, like it's a cult. So do you need the cultish mindset mm. to create these wonderful moments? Mm. You, you only have positive things to say. Mm. Like could Stokes Maybe. say at the end of the day's play, like, oh, well, it, 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 look, it didn't look out on the field, but we looked at the, we looked at the DRS and it's yeah. out. So yeah. we, we accept it. We move on. Can he do that? Or is it like once – Is does some spell break when he says mm. that? Is, there, is it like mm. – is it hanging by a thread of mm. like of just of pure positivity? And, you know, I was thinking about this as well. Like, like fun- clapping Joe Root off, 16 off nine, yeah. and his mates are clapping him like – Better, Joe. Mm. You got out doing what yeah. you do. It wasn't a great shot, but imagine how far it would have gone if you middled it. Like I liked it – like, you know – Ben Folks has found it hard to get back into the team, even though his performances have objectively been excellent. They probably would have won the Ashes had he been playing instead of Bester. Sure. Yeah, 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 maybe. I like to think that when he was batting with Stokes and um, that run out happened and mm. then uh, mm. he started to walk off the field, Stokes, and he turned around and said something to Folks. Like, and it was, I feel like he was saying to him, like, like, like Folks was going at 60, you know, at 60s. I was like, mate, you better up that rate. Now. <laughs> like, if you want to stay in this team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. See, but this is the great trick of it because here we are, we spent 10 minutes talking about this. And, we haven't and that's tried- why, exactly. And that's why the English, they just, they just, you know, as the Australian tourism ad said, you know, we know you think you're better than us <laughs> in the brain. And but, perhaps, they, like, it's a. You know, I was saying before about how much credibility and social cachet the captain has. Now, like, Fundament, I've not heard a single person ever criticise from the UK press or even publicly 
uh, sorry, uh, from the general public, criticise anything he's ever done in the in, since he's been captain. So, like, if he is he is the leader of that, or he's representing that community, and if they love him, then like, then maybe it doesn't matter what you and I think. Mm. Maybe, maybe it doesn't but matter. But like English, you know what? The English it, comment it doesn't matter. What oh, think. No, sorry, let's <laughs> yeah, be clear. Yeah, Nothing that we say matters. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Yeah. But you know, English like commentariat, like there's no. I mean, their their actual fucking logo is crow's feet. That's literally the the business model to like just fire crow's feet at anyone and anything. Yeah. There's a couple of them who still knock around, I think. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, you know, it just that no one wants to burst the bubble because it's fun and it used to be Sibley, and that's it. Um, harsh on Sibley. Harsh, yeah. Mm. Um, but what, what, what what's India thinking? He's like, hang on, Jaisal's just made 200. Yeah. Shubman's made 100 and he couldn't hit one off the square for the last couple of months. Yeah. Dengue fever and all. Jasper Boomer has bowled one of the most unforgettable spells of fast bowling. Second and, fastest uh, Asian bowler yeah. to get to 150. Seema. Oh, okay. Yeah. A couple of camp hits in there. There's a couple of yeah, quick info yeah. filters. So, but, he's, but he's behind Wacker by quite yeah. about like eight games or something. Well, Boomer's so. like 150 poles and, averaging 20. Whilst bowling in India mm. on the decks that they've been mm. serving up last year. But does he years. give it a whack? Fucking what's hell. What's it? Yeah, how's it? Yeah, what's what's the uh, what's what's the clip? Yeah, exactly. Uh the ball to Ollie Pope will live long in the memory. Mate, Stokes in the first test, the Stokes Stokes in the mm. third innings of the fourth innings? No, Stokes are mm. running. First first innings of this game, yeah. Mm. Like it's it's just unbelievable control. Mm. Yeah. Oh but I think God, there's been some good bowlers that have come to Australia, including Shamar Joseph just recently. Mm. You know, we've obviously had the great Pakistani bowlers. Um, okay, even the, in the Pakistan series just gone, Shaheen obviously not at his best. And, you know, we've had, you know, the great West Indian bowlers, of course, but and Rabada, you know, or Norkia even in the last couple mm. of series out in Australia. But like, whoa. You're not leaving Boomer out of a World Eleven. Boomer, Boomer in Australia might be one of the most exciting things to come out here in mm. quite a while mm. next summer. Um. The Deccan Herald says that uh, Coley isn't guaranteed to be back for the next test. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, just reading the Deccan Herald, as, I, as is my want. Yes. Uh, the personal reason for which Coley opted out of the test is the impending arrival of his second child, as revealed by his close friend and former Royal Challengers Bangalore teammate, A.B. de Villiers, on his YouTube channel. Um, Normal stuff. Yeah, Davili has said, yes, his second child is on the way. It's family time and things are important to him. If you are not true and genuine to yourself, you lose track of what you're here for. I think most people's priority is family. You can't judge Vera for that. Yes, we miss him, but he has made absolutely the right decision. Uh, oh, that's what Davili is saying. It sounds probably sounds about right. But um, I, I, I think Ajita Gurkha, chief selector, is waiting on word from Coley as to whether he's knocking about for the third test. Right. He's out of the country, Coley. Oh, okay. Uh, so... And there's a bit of a gap between, there might be a week and a half until the beginning of the third test match yeah, in uh, 15th, Rashcott. 15th, 15th I think. is okay, yeah. yeah. And today is the 6th. Yeah, okay. So we're looking at nine days. Um, days but but yeah. India's got issues. Like, like um, very unclear as to if um, or when Jadeja will return right. from his hamstring injury. Right. He's shown in a clip running at pace um, and he was holding a newspaper up so we know when he was from. <laughs> like, like, a, <laughs> like a hostage. <laughs> Um, yeah. And uh, he, I've read he could be out all series. Fred could be a couple of tests. I think most people are agreeing he's not back next test. Mo Shami's out for the series. Uh, Kale Rahul's coming back from a quad. Might be back for the next game. Who's he come in for, if anything? Uh, so India's got some injury issues for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, anyway, one all. Pess, do you ever get frustrated that you cannot watch certain live sports events because they aren't televised in your country? I wonder who goes, yes, I do. With NordVPN, 
I can switch my virtual location to a country that is showing the sports event I want to watch so I don't miss out and can watch the action live, 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 live. You know what you can do? You can grab an exclusive NordVPN deal by going to the customer URL in the episode show notes. If you don't want to do that, I'm going to say the words to you. NordVPN.com forward slash TGC. What do you get, Pezza? Here's what you get. You get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan plus four months for free. It's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. NordVPN.com forward slash TGC. Australia and South Africa women's multi-format series, if you don't mind, Mr. Perry. Australia won the T20 series 2-1. I think we covered that last week. Now, uh, in the ODIs, Megan Schutt played her 200th game for Australia in that first ODI. Uh, played in Adelaide. Um, the match lasted 50 overs. Uh, Australia chased South Africa's 105, two down in 18 overs. Uh, 200 games for uh, Schutt puts her sixth all time, four behind Jess Jonathan in fifth. Now, Jess Jonathan doesn't play nearly as much as she used to. In fact, she's sort of out of the team at the moment. Um, in that game, uh, Schutt took a, uh, one for one off five overs. Alana King at the pick of the figures with three for 19. Beth Mooney, 52 red off 34, batting at four. That was after scores of 82 and 72 red, opening the batting in Australia's two T20 wins in that part of the multi-format series. So um, Australia back to winning ways, all good. Looking forward to the test match at the Wacker a little bit later on. There's obviously uh, two more ODIs to be played. I don't have those dates in front of me. Um, wow. I know, exactly. But uh, you know what? Uh, shooter. One of the all-time greats, soon to be fifth all-time list. You look at the the list, obviously, Lise Perry is now 305 games for Australia. She's the most. I think Meg Lanning's about fourth, about 240 from memory. I had it written down before, but uh, sorry, I, I read it before. But uh, uh, yeah, uh, winning ways. Uh, the next ODI is tomorrow. That's in North Sydney. And then the third ODI is on Saturday, also at North Sydney Oval, uh, before the test match uh, at the Wacker on the 15th of Feb, Thursday the 15th of Feb, so week and a bit. So, uh, yeah, um, Australian team, once again, greatest of all time. They've had, they've had their loss they had to have, and Good. they completely dominated South Africa, and rightfully so. And then, you know. Big hooping innies from shooter. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a thing of safety. Five overs, one for one. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Grow up. Great chat to shooter. Yeah, really good so, chat. Yeah, just good. Really good chat. Um, let's talk about uh, the other big test match involving um, South Africa. Oh, yeah. Okay. Twos v fours. New Zealand. Against South Africa. New Zealand, yesterday, two days ago, made 511. Ratchan Ravindra. That's name, the name sounds. 240. <laughs> Why are we talking about Natalie Portman's toes? <laughs> Said somebody in the Patreon chat. <laughs> Good. Jump on. Kane Williamson, I believe it's pronounced. 118, his 30th Test Match 100. Uh, Neil Brand took six for 119, Pezza. Now, you'll enjoy this. Six for 119 is the best figures by a bowler whilst captaining on Dabu. Hmm. Uh, there's three other guys that have done it. Two other guys, I think. Anyway, he took six for 119. South Africa, as I, before I started this podcast, were 122 for seven. Matt Henry taking three for 31. I can probably look it up right now if you want more an even more updated uh, score. Do you want it? Uh, yes, please. I'm, I'm frothing. <laughs> um, okay. Uh... What are we looking at? Uh, they're already uh, South Africa all out for one sixty two. Okay, so New Zealand and leads. then they're batting. A, no, New Zealand now. Oh, New Zealand now twenty for one. Okay, interesting. New Zealand leads by three hundred and seventy. <laughs> Is that about right? Yeah, that's about right, mate. 
so uh, what happened in the end? So Mitchell Sandler took three for 34, Matt Henry three for 31, two for Kane Williamson, and Ratchan Ravindra two for 16. Jammo, Jammo got one as well, didn't he? He got, he got two, sorry. Two, got two, two for 35. Yeah. Two for 35. Uh, so look, it's not, it's not great for South Africa, is it? Now, <laughs> I feel I, – I genuinely – feel sorry for the South African players. They, I think the total test caps was like, it was less than 50s, 40 something. Uh, Dwayne Oliver is opening the bowling. He played, you know, I can probably just look it up how many test matches he played. Uh, he's played 15. So he's played more than 30% of uh, the entire team's test caps. So he's playing. Uh, but like, they, like these guys are professional cricketers and they're good. But like, obviously at this level, they're being, they're being embarrassed. And like, as if I was that good a cricketer, to be anywhere near being called up for the test side, that being like I'm playing professional cricket in my home country, to be embarrassed like this. I mean, it's actually – I feel bad for them because they're better, they're, yeah. they're better cricketers than that, you know? I'd imagine for the for the individual, it, you know, getting a protea cap would be the apex of the career. I'd imagine pro sports brain comes into the equation too of like here is a, you know, like guilt-edged – opportunity for me to take a leap in my career rather than going through the, the pyramid or the system. So I still imagine there'd be a lot of positivity going into mm-hmm. it, but by the same token, like you, I'd imagine you might being in, maybe you could delude yourself. We can all do it or, you know, just I tell you, you know, I continue to. <laughs> Twice I on Sunday. I, I don't, I've known nothing but that really, but like you, I'd imagine there'd still be a feeling in the dressing room of like, I, you know, this isn't, I haven't earned being in this dressing room. You know, I'm here because of structural systemic issues. Absolutely going to do my, do my utmost. Yeah, of course. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it must be a very strange experience, you know, for, for a lot of them. You know, as well that if they had all, if they, if say a random guy, uh, one of these guys was getting a test taboo and he was playing in the genuine first other 10. Yeah. Just creates another one. Yeah. Like it, he'd be much more likely to succeed because he is playing in an environment where they're competing in the game because like he's playing with about like seven other debutants. Mm. It makes it so much more difficult yeah, to even compete. True. I would have thought. Um, I, I, I did watch it for a little bit yesterday. Like I just, I, they were going I was, slow with the Kiwis. They're going for like two and over for the first day and a half. <laughs> just guess you can cash, cash in, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. no need to throw this away. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, just seeing names on backs of like South African players. And I'm like, mm-hmm don't know what what any of this is like yeah. this is i'm just watching you know like lemmings in whites running around with zero context like is this what it's like to watch cricket as a partner forced to do so you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah you're like, you, you know you don't know this guy yeah 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 you know yeah. and then uh brand Br- that's saying brunt that's brunt. brunt yeah uh yeah Five for on debut. Well, if you skip, you give yourself a bowl. Yeah. Yeah. And he's opening the he's batting, opening as, batting well. as well. Yeah, yeah. Hey, don't, don't fucking waste <laughs> the opportunity. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. But uh, yeah. And then you go, oh, there's a, there's a trivia question. Yeah. What kind of pub are you going to? Yeah, that's a pedophile uh, honey <laughs> trap. Uh, anyways, that's what's happened over there. Also, they, they dropped a bunch of catches in the uh, in the first innings as well. But uh, you know what? Mm. Just all, the, at- all these guys would just be way better cricketers and heaps of people we think are good at cricket. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm, um, but still, yeah. So, catches. hey, what about? Uh, so, obviously, Australia's going there for going to New Zealand. Just look at New Zealand's team, man. You know, Latham, Conway, oh, Williamson, yeah. Ravindra, Mitchell, Blundell, team. Phillips, Santner, Jamison, Henry, Henry, and Tim Southie, captain mm, Lee Hendry. Man, that's it's a team. That it, that th- those are going to be two great Test matches. Mm. Unlike this, which is a grade Test match. <laughs> <laughs> and good to see Ratch and Ravindra 
or Revenge or Jar Jar, depending on who's saying it. Uh, <laughs> I know it's look, it's numbers against a name. That's all I'm saying. The guy, like the the yeah, guy yeah, lit yeah. up the World Cup. Yeah, a couple of things happened later on, which means I've completely forgotten anything that he's done. Yeah. Memory of a goldfish stuff. Yeah. but it's a it's it's a future. Well, I looked up his stats because he's played three Test matches before this. Only averages fourteen point five. So well, yeah, well, yeah. well. I was sort of on the fence with him just yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, no, I, the, the test series in New Zealand, I think it's going to be hot. It's shit. going to be good. It's going to be hot good. shit. Now, and you know, what? I, you know how much I love Daryl Mitchell as well. I know you do. Like, I, I think he's big time. Now here's, here is some hot shit, Pezza. I'm talking about like, you know, a couple of South African greats speaking on the banter with yeah. the boys podcast. <laughs> Dean Elgar opened up on his first clash with Virat Kohli believed to have taken place in South Africa's tour of India in 2015. They, to- they stole our name. They, they, they stole it. Look, we were tossing up. Banter with the boys? Banter. It's banter, comma, with the boys. Who's it with? So go on. <laughs> so this was Coley's first series of skipper on Indian soil. Now, Elgar said this. In India, those wickets were jokes. And I came into bat and I was actually holding my own against Ashwin and what's his name? Jajaja? Jajaja? Talking about Jadeja. Are you reading it quite there? Yeah. <laughs> and Coley, he like spat at me, Elgar said. I said to him, if you do that, I'll fucking something you with this bat. Now, the something was bleeped out. It's, I, I presume it was in Afrikaans, so mm-hmm. I don't know what it means. Anyway, Mount. and then he was asked, he understood that word. Uh, he understood that word. Elga was asked, given the, le- given the latter swear word was not in English. Yes, he did because A.B. de Villiers was with his teammate at RCB, so he understood. I said, if you do that, I'll absolutely knock you out, Elga claimed. And then Coley said, hey, fuck you, fuck you, barking up the wrong tree. Anyways, we're in India. So I got to be a little bit cautious, <laughs> obviously, and uh, you know, people online obviously received that news well that that had happened. I, he, I did see this. I don't have this written down, but I did see Collie late, like a few years later, got in touch with Elga and apologised for that happening. So you know, uh, fair play to uh, to Virat there. But yeah, I, I just, do like South I, African aggression. Oh come on, I'm a big it's fan. The best. It turns me on. It's the best. Yeah. Now Shelbyville, I know. We talk about this a bit, but it is one of the greatest things that's ever happened in the game of cricket. Cape Town, 2018. <laughs> For our business. <laughs> now, Chris Morris this time is also on yeah. that, that episode. Banter. With, banter with the, boys, with? with the boys. With Pezza. the boys. Chris Morris, Moneybags Morris. We used to call him in the mm. IPL. Uh, he said this, when it's the exposure of ball tampering. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> happened, AB was batting with Aiden Markram. AB videos, of course. AB blocked the ball and the big screen showed what had gone on with the sandpaper. And that's when the crowd got involved. AB didn't hear a thing. He was so focused on fucking the Australians up because they were abusing him. <laughs> Aiden walked down the wicket and said, Abba, uh, Abbas, yeah, I guess. Uh, Abbas. Abbas. Muhammad Abbas, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Abbas. Hey, Abbas. Something's gone on here. AB said, what do you mean? And he said that it played on the big screen, showing Bancroft with the ball and putting it away, the sandpaper away. AB blocked the next ball. Bancroft came to pick it up. AB looked at him saying, hey, Cameron, hey. No, you could hear, he goes, hey, hey. Like, like he's, he's fucking barking. <laughs> barking. Hey, hey, Cameron, hey. Bancroft sheepishly, sheepishly looked up and made eye contact. AB went, you're fucked now, mate. <laughs> You're fucked now. You are fucked. You're what a fucked series. Now, You're fucked now. What a fucking series. It's good. Oh, hot. That is hot shit right there. His accent is good, though, on it. Yeah. You're fucked now. You're fucked. You're fucked. You're fucked now. It's good. That would have been. That would be, uh, yeah, that's good to hear. Come on. More South African, like, accounts yeah. of what happened. 
Maybe more Safrians on the show. Yeah, the aggression is good. Yeah, like it's, I really, I, I like it. Mm. I like it a lot. Do you like this in the Under-19 World Cup? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> England batter harms a shake. Was Is that how you say it? Is that right? I apologise if I got that wrong. Has been given out, obstructing the field against Zimbabwe. In the 17th over, Sheikh defended a ball down by his feet. People might have already seen this. And Zimbabwe wicketkeeper Ryan Kamwemba started to come from behind the stumps to collect it. Then, with the ball stationary in the crease... And it was. Sheikh bent down to pick it up to pass it back to the fielders, as is often seen from batters, Pesa. Here's what the relevant law says, however. Now we're talking. And, of course, it's 37.4. That's right, (laughs) 37.4. Mouthing it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Reads this. Either batter is out obstructing the field if at any time while the ball is in play and without the consent of yeah. a fielder, he slash she, uses the bat or any part of his or her person to return the ball mm. to any so fielder. It's a question so of consent. once again, England fucking cheats. Cheating. <laughs> yeah. What a fucking cheat this bloke uh, is from England. So he blocks it. The ball is stationary. Yeah. He picks it up. Fuck off. You're out. You, you are you are ejected from the game. I mean, Get the fuck off the field. It's kind of like baseball. Like baseball is brilliant, and I think it, I think it's a revolution, and um, so we're we're witnessing something. You know that we'll look back on and go, yeah, this this has taken it to new levels. Brennan become unbelievable. I just in the same, yeah. you know, sentence here, like. Yeah. It's a disgrace that this is out in any way. Uh, it's actually it, embarrassing. It's, it, it's, um, it's embarrassing. It's appalling conduct from yeah. uh, Zimbabwe. Yeah. But it's a classic case of don't touch that. That's ours. <laughs> there, you know, there are a few better feelings on a grade field. There's a few, like anyone, yeah. look, listen, this might sound weird, like a lot of things we say, but anyone who's ever played grade cricket, been under the lead or close yeah. into the bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When a batter... Goes to touch the cricket ball yeah. without consent. Yeah. Like being able to say, don't, don't touch, touch that. that. That's, That's ours. Oh, you know. <laughs> mm. Just like. Let it drip so, down your chin, Pezza. Like the you, first you, mango you, you, of the season. Like, exactly. You know, like you're describing Ben McDermott as juicy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh. Oh, take a bite out of that rump and let the juices fucking fall oh. down the chin. Oh. <laughs> you know. The opportunity in that moment in cricket to like speak to a to who would otherwise be an be an equal, like you're a um a fucking executor of the law, oh, yeah. you know, like a policeman yeah, on sheriff. the on the beat, a sheriff, mm. much better. Mm. Don't touch that. That's ours. Like mm. in that small moment, that batter must apply and um, navigate and uh, sort of establish consent. Mm. from you mm-hmm. and if you've got an opportunity to deny consent <laughs> you're gonna take it because <laughs> yeah. it's a boring long yeah. game you're yeah. hot and yeah. you're trying to feel something <laughs> yeah. and now in yeah. this case it's an international world cup game uh, yeah. there the guy's just trying to help there's no upside he's receiving to Mm-mm. picking it up Mm-mm. he's not damaging the ball in any way Mm-mm. he's just returning the ball because it's there i'd argue it's friendly mm. Zimbabwe were in their within their eyes in that moment to say, "Don't touch that. That's ours. Mm-hmm. You don't have our consent." All the way, and they've and they've actually gone on with the bit all yeah. the way to like, "I'd like to appeal uh, for for the batter's dismissal yeah. in this situation." Yeah. Now, appalling, appalling morals and ethics there. And I know again, I know Cowan picked up picked this up as well. He his interpretation of the laws was that it was bad umpiring. That is, that's not out. 
But I'm going with you, 37.4, yeah. just for the sake of narrative. Of course. I haven't, I haven't, of course. haven't sort, of, sort of poured over it myself yet. That, mm. that's, I've got that for this afternoon. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, you know, when it's Zimbabwe against England, don't touch that, that's ours. <laughs> 37.4. Guess what? England out of the tournament. <laughs> they are. Australia had a bit of a wobble against Namibia, mm. but they're into the final four or some shit. Yeah, they're so. playing the semi-final tomorrow, I think it right. is, well, against. What are you expecting? Like for the under-19s team, that is – Truly, like looking at some numbers on a maybe a device these days, Big and time. I'm expecting mm-hmm. things with you know in the past, mm-hmm. I've expected nothing other than a like processional win of right. all international <laughs> tournaments. I've probably been conditioned now to like, I'd like to win a lot of them. I'd like some highlights to come through, like Lloyd Pope against uh, England, eight for Rongans, Deluxe, Red, Red Flowing Hair. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll take. I'll take a loss to India in a final now yep. that we know the production line of India. India also take this tournament extremely seriously. They they, sure. they didn't before. But right. Now, but now they They can get they guys into the side. And, yeah. like, I expect Indian um, prodigies to have too much for us, but I want an Australian player, like one player to stand up and to do something. Like, like a Harry Dixon? Sure. Nice, nice cover drive? Yeah. And, 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 then I'll, and I'll, I'll follow that name. Yeah. We, and I'll do it. In a dignified manner. He'll be I won't working talk at KPMG in three years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did we play? Did we talk about that last, like that that moment in the game against Sri Lanka, where like uh, one of the Sri Lankan players um, brought up their fifty against Australia, and as he, oh! and, and as he as he turns no, it to, as it. he turns it to deep square, yeah. like you can hear him over the stump mic give it the like, yeah, yeah. like he's, yeah. he's brought up his hundred. Mm. Should know the name of the um, wonderful yeah. off spinner from Australia yes. who was delivering the ball, yeah. but, but we don't. And you could just hear over the stump mic, like, yeah. like mate, you've brought up, is, yeah. is it, have you made a double ton? What was the other one? He, 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 said, he said something like, fuck me, are you serious? Yeah. Like, you just hear it faintly on the stump and mic. Then, and then his teammate goes fuck, up. Fuck me, is this place serious? Yeah, that's right. Like a double hundred. <laughs> and then he's. Well, then he's double hundred champ. Sri, that's right. Yeah. Sri Lankan play goes up to. Um, the guy who makes a 50 and you can still hear the guy in the stump mug going, yeah, get around him, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy with it. I'm, I'm very happy, happy with it. Now, another weird one this week, um, Sri Lanka and then Afghanistan are playing in a test match. Angelo Matthews is batting four, yeah, four good. or five for Sri Lanka. Mm. Um, despite holding a pension card, I think. Probably, probably younger than me. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and he made 140 or something. Another Sri Lankan batter made 100 as well. Like Case Ahmad's bowling. Bowls one of the worst deliveries you'd ever seen in international cricket. Correct. Nearly going off the pitch. Mm-hmm. Angelo Matthews swings it down to fine leg. In the process, mm-hmm. turns around, hits the stumps as well. So he's had a great sort of six months, given being timed out and also hit wicket uh, in the space Would of you six have months. known that he'd made 140 in a test match, though, without that highlight? Exactly. Zero clues Zero what chance. has happened in that game. Absolutely Zero. Chance yeah, so, so man, know, great a week sports, for dismissals. A sports centre perspective, like Matthew's yeah. waist was on 140 for that. Yep. So, yep. something to think about. Something to think about. Mm. Hashtag Ask TGC Pezza is brought to you by Ponting Wines. Pontingwines.com.au. I'm on the website right now, Pezza. Do you know what I've seen? I've seen that you can win a signed cricket bat with every purchase enters the draw to win a cricket bat signed by R.T. Ponting. Now, that ends March 12th. Not, not being communicated about that. I'm just literally just on the website, mm. just having a look. So there you go. Anytime you buy a wine from pontingwines.com.au, you go into the running to win a signed cricket bat from Ricky Ponting. There you go. Now, Ponting Wines have been with TGC for a long period of time. Yeah. And um, in the process of that, we've had Ricky Ponting at our live shows as well. It was Ricky been at um, 
two or three, two two live two. shows, two live shows, one in Melbourne, Melbourne here, and London. And London, that's right. Yeah, that was that was a good time. It's uh, Ali Pally where they have the darts, indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think this is the last week we've got uh, Ponting Wines, so and it's been a hell of a run. They've been a big part of the show. They've been supporting TGC this past summer as well, um, and it's been a thrill. It's been awesome to have Ponting Wines in the studio as well. There's some even on the shelf behind me. One of the shelves behind me, I think mm, it is. There's a couple knocking around, uh, and there's a couple knocking around the studio. We've enjoyed Ponting Wines literally drinking the wines over the, car, the past like how long have they been with it? Like eighteen months, two mm. years. It's been it's a long yeah. time. Ponting Wines. Um, so it might be the last chance to use the code. Unless we extend, it could extend. Like things change in this game, you know. But often, last chance to use the code get a few, get a few for twenty percent off. Twenty percent off your order. Pontingwines.com.au. Use the code get a few. Before we get to ask uh, TGC, just yeah. want to have a shout out to a guy in a similar field to TGC. He's got some shows coming up now. Uh-huh. If, if you're in New South Wales and Queensland and a fan of rugby league, you're going to know Dennis Carnahan, who also Carnahan, who also does work with ABC cricket as well he is touring a show called cricket the musical now he's a performer soundscaper extraordinaire he has, has soundscaped and performed a number of musical items particularly with rugby league mm-hmm. he's turned his hand to cricket and i know he's done cricket before as well i'm reading this is a triumphant blend of music comedy and sport you're talking pantomimes you're talking heckling some incredible characters dennis is a very very smart and intelligent man you're talking about excellent references here i'm just going to read some characters from these shows i'm going to give you some dates in a second as well if you're keen uh, and we recommend he's got a character called the mcc uh, he's got a character called Channel Nine. <laughs> he's got a character called 1982. Oh hell yeah! He's a character called the Spirit of Cricket. Um, and there's also at these shows guest appearances by recent cricketers with intimate confessional songs about some controversies they were involved in. So we wouldn't just pay it forward to Dennis Carnahan. You've got to get to this show, Cricket the Musical, pushing the boundaries of the spirit of cricket. Now listen up, these shows are soon. Memo Music Hall Melbourne, if you're in Melbourne, Memo Music Hall this Saturday, 10th of Feb. Uh, then he's doing three nights at the Bridge Hotel in Roselle, an extremely famous place. Mm-hmm. My parents saw Midnight Oil play there once anyway. Really? Um, yep. Uh, Monday, 12 Feb, Feb, Tuesday, 13 Feb, Wednesday, 14 Feb. Go to cricketthemusical.com.au. That is Dennis Carnahan. Cannot recommend the show highly enough. Very, very funny man. Intelligent, sharp, witty, great at music. Um, you, you, you won't be disappointed. Shout out, Dennis. Hashtag Ask TDC this week comes in from Anonymous, then in brackets, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> you asked, Pez. So, yes, there is a self-feeding automatic bowling machine at the Hawthorne Cricket Centre. I remember it fondly. Now, that might be a Patreon reference. Is that right? Or did we talk uh, about this no, last I think week? we talked about the bowling machine last week. Okay. A self-feeding bowling machine where someone, yeah, well, like someone would turn up, would, would ride on their lime Bike or their yeah, the, e-scooter, the e-scooter, yeah, uh, e-bike maybe, yeah, at one a.m. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. That's at one a.m. and just right. have balls fed to him, right? And we were like, "What the fuck's this?" Um, can I can I learn yeah. more? Can but I like come? for a friend, yeah. yeah. Can I come? <laughs> it was the summer of 2015-16. My wife, five-year-old daughter, and myself had just returned from a six-month trip around Australia to our new home in the southwest of Victoria. We had moved to my wife's hometown for some time out, and while tra- and while travelling, decided the cricket comeback would be considered. I hadn't played since some lower grade subbies cricket during my university years. Further, postgraduate training and my family life had taken my time, so after 13 years out of the game, I planned to make a return. 
We arrived home in mid-October, so had missed the build-up to the season. I knew the small town, one pub and a general store, maybe 50 people, had a cricket team. But that was it. So I rang the pub and asked the publican, uh, who I knew well, for a contact name and number. He said, no worries, I'll get the captain to give you a call. So I get the call on a Thursday evening. G'day, Willow here. Rob says you're looking for a game, I hear. Yeah, thought I could come to a training for a few weeks and see if I can get a game. Are you available Saturday, comes the reply. Um, sure, great. We're at home, bring Arvo tea. By the way, what do you do? Bat a bit, I guess. So that was the start of it. I rock up Saturday afternoon and start introducing myself to the players there. One was even an opponent. We field, get smacked around, and we're chasing 230 from 40 overs. As we walk into the rooms for tea, the captain comes over to me and says, you can bat four. Um, okay. No training and no playing for 13 years sent me up for the court behind for a duck failure I was to perform. We got flogged all out for 96. This leads to your question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I started some midweek work in Melbourne. So I was traveling up there by myself without after, well, sorry, without any after work commitments and my new cricket comeback, I sought out somewhere to buy new gear, Hawthorne Cricket Center. And there I found it, the self-loading automatic bowling machine, about $40 for the hour. You have to reload, uh, you did have to reload the balls, sorry, you did have to reload the 20 balls or so every time they ran out. So a bit of nonce like pumping around in your gear while picking up the yellow chunks balls and reloading and restarting the ball feeder. <laughs> that's almost, that's almost nice. makes it not worth it. That's nice. I did get... <laughs> I did get a promotion the following weekend after my duck as one of the openers was away. Made a 50 mm, and hit two... promotion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get this bloke out of the way. Made a 50 and hit two sixes. Gee, these new bats are good. Not only did the centre have the self-feeding bowling machine, but to go full nuffy as a 35-year-old, I even got a private coaching session. Real embarrassing when the next client was a 14-year-old hacker who arrived on his dad's Benz. I guess normal for the area, but not my area. Anyway, I had a near standing order. I had a near standing order for an hour in the nets on a Tuesday or Wednesday night while I was working in Melbourne that summer. Coincidentally, probably my second best cricket season, 220 runs at 31. That's a fucking great year. Second best. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Begs yeah. the question yeah. that I won't be yeah. asking. Okay, Ratchin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a great way to spend an hour or so. Check it out. I hear there's even some AI shit where there's a screen that projects oh, yeah. the image of the bowler coming into you and releasing the ball as the machine spits the ball out. Love your work. Anonymous. Steve. Someone actually sent in video. So after the thing that was read last week, people sent in video of that with the bowler running in and and the, and the ball is so, spat out. You know but the, I, I think that would put me off. Like you know as long as the arm speed have to be the has Yeah, to be the right. yeah, yeah. You know the um, you know the bars that have been popping up in in here yeah. and the UK, I think yeah. it is. I forget what yeah, they're called. Yeah. You, go, you go have a thousand drinks and get in the nets get and have a nets. hit. They have. That's, um, that's the tagline. <laughs> and they take you away in handcuffs. <laughs> Once again, always police, always popping out of these places I'm going to. I can never relax. <laughs> um, in a podcast studio. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, they, 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 have, they have the screens where they have like, you know, Jimmy Anderson running in, then the ball yeah. pops out or whatever. I, I, I'm the same. I'd be, I'd be looking at. I mean, Jimmy Anderson's 41 having his Indian hot girl summer. So, mm. you know, I'm distracted by lots of things. But, um, but you're a batter who sort of reads cues like he did with Suckland that time when he was bowling Doosras. I'm, I'm yeah. like, you know, I'm cues as well. Yeah. Jimmy's coming in. It's like, okay, how's it coming out of the hand? Yeah, know? yeah, that's mm. right. That's right. So um, I, I, I really appreciate that, uh, that, that contribution, Anonymous. 
Steve. Um, that's, uh, that, that's a nice tale. So he's got back into the game, country yeah. town, working in Melbourne, spending some time away from you know yeah. reality. Get yourself but down to a self-feeding bowling, bowling machine. He, he did pepper it with enough like self-deprecation, but the, no, it was the general idea was like, I started playing cricket and as I was going yeah. to Melbourne, I, I had a standing um, mm. kind of uh, order, as he said, mm. for with, with a ball machine on mm. Tuesday and Wednesday and I had the second best season I've ever had. Okay. What would have been disappointing, I would have felt. Now, he said that he had that um, that private coaching session and the kid after him was a 14-year-old, turned up mm. in his dad's bends. Now, there's a good chance that the coach was younger than him as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, I've done – I did that for quite a few years, yeah. cricket coaching. Yeah. It's like one-on-one. Yeah. -on -one. Uh, as part of a business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you saw all sorts there. <laughs> <laughs> and and not so much the kids. It's just the parents. Yeah. Yeah. Turning up an ODI kit. Oh, that was just a that was just a mm. you, you know what? The saddest thing was when you'd see kids who you knew they didn't want to be there and there was some dream that was being um uh. Yeah, that was being lived through. Mm. So um like vicariously. Um, wish my did that. I wish my dad did that. Mm, I just took the fifty bucks and poker playing bucks. toss. Shot, mate. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Boom. Shot. <laughs> Boom. It's cash, yeah. 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 <laughs> Straighter. Boom. Shot. Boom. Don't worry. Boom. <laughs> now, if you did the whole session in falsetto, shot, mate. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Once again, handcuffs. The dad's calling up. God, so many scenarios that lead to suspicions. <laughs> uh, thanks as always for joining us here on TGC. Uh, what's our next bit of work? Our Patreon coming out, of course, yeah. on Friday. Hashtag Record numbers. Fridays. Record numbers. People have been getting around the chat. So much to come. An exciting series ahead. Uh, obviously, with Australia and New Zealand, there's obviously there's three tests to go with India and England. Looks like it's going to be a great series as well. Uh, thanks as always for supporting TGC, for listening and watching our shit. And we'll see you guys real soon on the internet. Cheers.